welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
and I opened up my hashtag. Actually, make that a morning five planner this morning. I don't know about you, but I opened it up, went straight to the quote there at the top, and it says, you can lack resources, but not resourcefulness. And that was submitted by Denise Utter. And I thought, man, you can lack resources, but not resourcefulness. I love that quote. I think it's an incredible day for an incredible way for us to start our Monday. And that's how we're going to kick off today's episode of Hashtag Rise and Grind. Let's go. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is, that's right, today is, where's my little avatar over there? Because I want to make sure the sound is coming through. There we go. Yep, okay, good. Today is Monday, January 10th, 2022. That's right, it's Monday, January 10th, 2022. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time. It'll ever be Monday, January 10th, 2022. So I wanna make sure we make the absolute most, and I do mean the absolute most of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. Now, something that you have to keep in mind that you might not have known, because this might not be on your particular calendar, but today is also National Raiders made it to the playoffs day. <laughs> That's right. National Las Vegas Raiders made it to the playoffs, baby. Let's go for the third time in 20 years. That's right. The third time in 20 years, the Raiders made it to the playoffs in the NFL, and they did it in overtime on the big stage. Last night, Sunday night football, right around 12.15 p.m., me or a.m., 12.15 a.m., me and my son were up watching the game, celebrating. It was absolutely incredible. And for those of you that don't watch football or didn't watch the game, well, good news. I'm going to recap the whole dang thing for you because I don't get to do this. Very often, the Raiders took off out the gate, had the lead. Josh Jacobs running all over, folks. Raiders were up 15 points with only four minutes left to go in the game. And I was telling my boy, son, it's not over yet, son. It's not over yet, but it's getting sure close. We had the San Diego Chargers backed up. It was fourth and 21. Can you believe it? Fourth and 21, four minutes left. I'm like, son, all we got to do is get this stop and we are going to Cincinnati. That's right. Cincinnati, Ohio to play against the Cincinnati Bengals. Guess how far Cincinnati, Ohio is from my house? About an hour and 15 minutes. So I popped into the app. I went to Ticketmaster and I bought my tickets for me and my son to go to the playoffs to watch the Bengals play the Raiders. Right at that point, the San Diego Chargers threw a touchdown from 4th and 21 to drop the game to now where they were only up 9. They followed that by a 2-point conversion. And now, yeah, okay, now we got a 7-point ball game with about 4 
four minutes left. The Raiders, of course, get the ball, go three and out, give it right back to the Chargers, who march right back down the field only to score a touchdown with two seconds left in the game to take it over into overtime. So at this point, I'm going in and I'm double checking my tickets. Now, are these tickets refundable? Because I ain't going to Cincinnati, Ohio, unless the Raiders are there. I'm like, I just bought them 20 minutes ago. You think I could be able to get these tickets back? But we went into overtime. The Raiders got the toss. They won the toss. They got the ball first. They marched all the way down the field. And they got stopped. They kicked a field goal, took a three-point lead. I looked at my son. I said, oh, no, son. This is where this is where it all goes downhill. San Diego Chargers got the ball. They got seven minutes. They scored a touchdown. This game's over. We'll never get the ball again. They marched down the field. But no, 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 no. The Raiders step up they're playing their best game the Raiders step up and hold them to a field goal only to turn around and march back down the field to the moment of truth the Raiders are sitting on a 47 yard field goal now there's an interesting thing that was happening in the playoffs if the Raiders and the Chargers were to tie both teams were going to were going to go to the playoffs both teams, if the Raiders and the Chargers tied, both teams got to go to the playoffs and a bunch of Pittsburgh Steelers fans were going to be really, really, really upset. So here it is, the Raiders in a tie ball game with seconds left on the clock, in field goal position, and everybody's wondering, are they going to take a knee? and accept the tie because that guarantees them that they go to the playoffs? Or are they going to risk trying to kick this field goal, have it get blocked, have a, a messed up snap? There's all kinds of things that could happen that could cause them to lose their shot to go to the playoffs. What are they going to do? Are they going to take a knee? Are they going to go for the kick? And out came the kicking team. And homeboy, with no time left in the game, kicked the winning field goal that took my Las Vegas Raiders to Cincinnati to play in the playoffs. And me and my son, we danced and we cheered and we had a blast last night. It was amazing. My phone started blowing up. All the people that know I've been cheering for the Raiders all these years. It was amazing. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal moment I'll never forget. But here's the thing. They had a chance to accept the tie. To take a knee and phone it in. They would have gone to the playoffs if they took a knee. But they didn't. Why? Why did they take the risk to win when they could have took the knee and still got in? And I think I have the answer for that this, for you this morning. There's only one battle that you can win on your knees. And that's the one against sin. Being on your knees is a great place for prayer. However, all the rest of the battles that you want to win in your life are going to require you to stand up. They're going to require you to aim at the target and kick the ball through the uprights. 
And most of those targets, most of those dreams, most of those aspirations that you have, they're going to require you to do it while the weight of the world and the thoughts and the opinions of everyone watching are on you. You see, it's not easy, this thing called life. You don't get to just phone it in. But it sure is fun. <laughs> Let's dance this morning. Y'all know how we do. There it is. <laughs> My girl Lolita like lit up. She's like, "Let's go right at the gate." There she is. Lolita walking in the building. <laughs> hey, for those of you that know, and for those of you that don't know, this is the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button. That's right. I need you to hit that share button because I believe if we can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact on this planet. I truly believe that. And sometimes all it takes to change the way somebody starts their day is for you to hit that share button. Now, this is also the part of the show where I want you to say good morning to me and I want to say good morning to you. Whether you're watching live, you're watching on replay, say what's up. I'll say what's up back, all right? So if you're on Facebook, share it out. If you're on Clubhouse, hit the plus button in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen. If you haven't done it before, I'm asking you to do it now. If you don't normally do it, just can you do it for me one day today, please? It's National Raiders Day. It's the least you can do, all right? Hit the plus sign over there. If you're on LinkedIn, share it out. If you're on YouTube, say what's up. I want to hear from all y'all. Good morning, Beth Lucchese. How you doing, Naida? Great to see you, Sigayani. How you doing, Terry Lynn Carter? That's right. Don't stop. Get it, get it. Marilyn Wilkin is in the building. Raider Nation says Lacey Manriguez. Great to have you. You here this morning. What's up, Tabby Negret, Barrett Trout, Renee North, Sheila Santini, Mariana Thomas is in the building, Amy Kennedy. We've got Emily Galler up in here, Jeremy Nosling in the building. What's up, Gene Stafford, whose son is a Packers fan. <laughs> James Boardwin. What's up, Jacqueline Underwood? How you doing, Kimberly Williams and Kathy Camacho Hawkins? Janice Bowling's up in, up in here. Sosa Cito in the building. He's all over on Clubhouse. I see Anthony. I see Kate Holman. I see Kim Walsh Phillips and Iffy. And Yvette, what's up, Justin, my man in the building? How you doing, Shelly? David Hill, what up? Barbara Majeski, how you doing, Stephen and Robin and Megan Rob and Janice and Crystal and Jackie and Shannon and Sheila, everybody's up in here. That's right, Lacey, that's what's up. How you doing, Lita? How you doing, Natasha Smith? My goodness, packed house up in here today. Here on hashtag Rise and Grind. I just threw my pen right out of my, right off the table. I don't know how I'm going to recover that. That's it. That's a new one. I can handle all the technology, but how am I going to live without my pen? I have no idea. Hey, I'm so glad you're here this morning. I really am. You have no idea. It means the world to me that you chose to spend this space and time with me out of the trillions of places you could be. You chose to be here, and that means everything to me. And I do have a favor. On National Raiders Day, I simply have one favor to ask from you, and that's this. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has been killing it. I mean, killing it. 170,000 downloads in the last 90 days. It's blowing up. But even with that said, I need your help. Can I get a little help from you? I need your help. Will you do me a favor? Go subscribe to the Breakfast with Champions podcast. Will you subscribe to that today? We have 155 five-star ratings. So I would love some reviews from you today as well. That would be absolutely amazing. It would mean the world to me. We're talking six hours a day of positive programming. 
powerful stuff. Motivation, education, inspiration. You got Dave Meltzer, Amelia Antonetti, you got Raylan Davis, Kate Bowman, Barbara, Brian, all of them dropping incredible, incredible stuff for you over there in that podcast, all right? So I would love it if you would do that. I would love it. And while you're doing that right now, I'm going to let you know that today you are going to be hearing from uh, Sierra Delane, our musical guest. She's going to be joining us here in just a little bit. Excited to introduce you to her. Uh, also, we're going to spend some time with Rachel D'Alto, the relationship expert. So excited to introduce you to her as well. And then, of course, your favorites are all going to be here, right? We've got uh, Ramon Ray, who's going to be joining us here in just a little bit. We've got Alexander Gonzalez, who's going to be joining us. Of course, the man Scott Simons is in the building joining us today. Super excited to have you here, Scott. We've got Marvin Reed all the way in from London looking amazing this morning. Lolita E. Walker with the necklace that's straight fire. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And of course, Sarah McCord is with us today too, coming in from Maryland with her fashion forward sense. She's always so fashion friendly. I love it. So we have an incredible show for you today. It's really an incredible show. But before we do all of that, I do have a poem for you today. I'm a very deep writer. I like to write poems all the time. And so I wrote a poem for you this morning. Are you ready for it? Here we go. Roses are red. Violets are blue. And the Raiders are in the playoffs. How about you? I don't know. I don't know about your team, but I do know the Raiders are in, boy. <laughs> I can't believe it. We are in the playoffs. That's right. I'm serious, but no, I am just kidding right now. Listen, in all serious no, seriousness, though, it does feel like good to be a part of a winning team, right? It feels really good to be a part of a winning team. Like when your team's growing together, they're achieving together, they're accomplishing things together. Like it's an incredible, it's an incredible feeling, right? When we have this opportunity to celebrate the wins, when we have opportunities to overcome adversity, like victory is fun, right? Victory is fun. And so the question I have for you this morning, though, is what about the steps to get there? The steps to get to those victories. Are those, can those be fun? Are those fun? Like the two-a-day workouts, right? The two-a-day workouts that a lot of these guys had to do to get that win last night. Do you think that they thought that was fun, right? What about all of the time they had to spend watching film, having their eyeballs glued to the screens to figure out all the little different aspects, right? Like, was that fun? What about what about like the early mornings that we have to put in in order to be uh, successful, to really reach those levels that we want to reach in our life? Like, is that always fun, waking up? up when it's cold and dark outside and you can't see anything for hours or what about the late nights that you sometimes have to put in in order to really move the needle to really move the ball forward what about those like what about the required diet that you might have in order to hit the physique or the or, or be at the level where you want to be at right what about the failures and the missteps and the miscues all along the way right like what about all these things what about those moments where you want to quit or those moments where you want to cry 
or those moments where you want to crawl back in your bed and just say, screw it. What about the drama that comes along with it? What about the gossip? What about the backstabbing and the haters? What about the long line of humans who don't see what you see, don't believe what you believe? What about that part? How do you make that part fun? Can you? Is it? Should it be? Well, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't think you do. I don't, I don't think that that part is supposed to be fun. I really don't. Because if it was all fun and games along the way, then everyone would be smiling and laughing, right? And the last time I checked, if everyone around you is smiling and laughing, you just might be a clown. And most clowns that I know of don't change the world. So here's the bottom line. I think we all need to remember that it's not the stage that ultimately determines who wins the game. It always comes down to the players. It always comes down to those that are willing to get bloody for what they believe in. Those that are willing to lean in 110% against all that's, that's gonna get thrown their way to truly make an impact on this planet. And so today I wanna challenge you to lean in. I wanna challenge you to do you, boo. <laughs> because you are a child of God, the God of the universe, the God that made everything. And that God made you to be the best version of yourself you could possibly be. Not an average version, not a below average version, not an above average version, but the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. And as you climb on that journey, I'm just here to tell you, many parts of it will not be fun. But that's where the true player comes out. Congratulations to the Raider Nation for showing up, for putting in the work, for dealing with the hate and on the biggest stage in the world, not taking a knee and going in the easy way, but doing what was hard so that we can celebrate and enjoy that victory along the way. Raider Nation, you made an impact in my life. I know that sounds crazy, but you did. And I so, so, so appreciate you for it.
This is Breakfast with Champions Millionaire Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. That's right, and I don't know if you knew this or not, but we're going to be hanging out in Dallas, Texas. That's right, all the superstars of Breakfast with Champions in one place at one time, and we want you there. you got to go to breakfastwithchampions.live so you can join us, and I'm telling you, you never know how one event can completely transform your life. So come join us, breakfastwithchampions.live. <laughs> oh, it's not auto live. Hold up. I feel like I'm missing somebody at the moment. I feel like I'm missing somebody at the moment. That's okay, though. I'm going to bring in my crew right here. How are you guys doing this morning? What's up, Sarah? Good morning. Well, you know, any uh, any day that you start with football talk, I'm all in. Because <laughs> uh, I spent the first 10 years of my marriage as a coach's wife traveling up and down the East Coast. And I'm super familiar with everything that you're talking about. And it's a roller coaster ride. Um, fair weather fans are a real thing. Um, backseat coaches are a real thing. It's crazy how many people you meet who think that your husband only works on the weekend or who thinks that um, your life is Friday Night Lights because that's their, their only frame of reference. And um, it's year round and it's constant because like you said, you're kind of filling them in and saying it's not just the games actually, it's film, it's recruiting, it's culture, it's you know focusing on the future, it's who's next and it's, it's a very strange, it's hard when you have a losing season because you've seen from the inside how hard everyone has worked. Um, but what's amazing in that moment is that you see who's like, fire the coaches. They don't know what the heck they're doing versus the people who um, say, you know, let's give it another season. And then when they come back, um, it's a really beautiful thing to see a team build from the ground up and, and have that experience. Like you're saying, Glenn, it's almost sweeter because um, everyone wants to be a dynasty. But when you're there and you put the work in to become the dynasty, it's powerful. Amen, amen, amen. I'm all about that right there. That was fire, Sarah. You're ready this morning. Let's go. I'm, I'm so ready. Let's go. <laughs> I was actually thinking about football this morning. It's so funny. So we're like very aligned. Yes. yes oddly. Oddly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Listen, I want to pop all the way in if that is absolutely okay. Here's the thing. I loved what you talked about because it's in the midst of of the trial it's in the midst of the circumstance when you're on your knees i love that you said that when it feels bloody when you feel like there's no coming back you gotta press you gotta press into it i love that shot you're like look when you gotta double down and you gotta do all that work that's when you're rising that's when you're rising keep your eye on the prize they didn't give up and neither will we they didn't give up and neither will you i absolutely love it football teaches you so much sports teach you so much if you look if you listen and then you apply this is going to be fire today <laughs> i am with you a thousand percent. see i came with my red on i'm ready to give it all up <laughs> ready to go all in i love it i love it i love it scott knows a little bit about this he's a athlete uh supports a lot of athletics and coaches football himself don't you scott yeah, absolutely. And I learned a whole lot uh, from coaching the, the youth out there. Um, one, it teaches so much character. So all the parents that are out there that have your children involved in youth athletics, it teaches a great a lot of great life lessons. 
sign them up for as much as you humanly possibly can. And also, once you sign them up, make sure they see it through. A mistake that I made is I allowed my children at certain times in life to make decisions at a young age. Sign them up for everything. A lot of the lessons that I use in business today is what I was taught on football fields, basketball, baseball as a youth. And just keep this in mind. One life lesson would be also what's what's spoken in the front of the car is heard in the back. So if you're critical of coaches as a parent, if you're critical of other people, your children hear in the back of the car what you're saying in the front. And those coaches that volunteer their time and give and serve, they do it out of, you know, being a servant heart. So I love athletics. I love sports. Glenn, I'm so happy your Raiders won. That way you're in a really good mood this morning. My Dolphins didn't make it, but, you know, they did, they did beat the Patriots twice. So at least I get to rib Dr. Sean. <laughs> they did beat the Patriots twice. That's what's up. Man. That's our Super Bowl. But, yeah, dude, I was up late watching that game. My son, dude, all the kids. So I took my son to Buffalo Wild Wings, and then we, uh, I told him he could stay up late. They're supposed to go to bed at uh, – they're supposed to go to bed at uh, – go – we're, we're supposed to start closing down around 8.30, right? And then they go to the bedrooms around 9, so on and so forth. And so last night I was like, you're going to Buffalo Wild Wings. Game starts at 8.20. You're staying up till midnight. And all the other kids, Scott, all of them, my daughter, Savannah, she's like, I want to go, Dad. And Willow's like, I'm going with you. Meredith's like, I said, nope, ain't none of y'all going, just Joel. They're like, how's that fair? I said, none of y'all watch these boys play all season long. None of you wanted to watch football. No, Dad, we ain't watching football. None of y'all wanted to watch him all game long. But when I'm going to go have some fun, now you want to show up. I said, no, thank you. Me and my son and me and my son only. So, yes, we could use these sports to, uh, to, to learn a lot of things in life, right? You got to show up for the stuff that ain't fun if you want to do the fun stuff, right? That's exactly that, right. Ben. It's funny, actually. I feel so sorry for anyone who is not a Raiders fan right now. Like, I can imagine you're... <laughs> I am listening. <laughs> I'm listening and I'm thinking, oh man, if you are not a Raiders fan right now, you must be really, really struggling right now. Because I, I know what it's like um, for uh, soccer over here as well. Do you know what I mean? Like some of those rivalries are super, super, super strong. So um, yeah, apologies if you're not a Raiders fan. But you know what? I, it's funny because over, over here in the UK, I don't know if you know this, Glenn, but the Raiders brand was quite big over here for a time like everyone used to wear the raiders hoodies and raiders jackets and all that kind of stuff so well of course they did they're the best are you kidding me i mean come on they're the best <laughs> worst team in all of football <laughs> but no i didn't know that that's awesome though but our colors look good black and silver i mean everybody can rock black and silver right is there anybody that can't rock black and silver not that not that i know of not that i know of. so who else's teams are in the playoffs i'm just curious Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, he's going to be one of those guys, huh? Yo, Not this is the whole reason why Glenn wants a panel on the show is this moment. Everyone's like, where did this idea come from? Glenn's just like in his in his happiness right now. I, I had it mapped out weeks ago. I figured mm -hmm. I found out who all your teams were, figured out you were mathematically <laughs> removed. And I thought, these are the four that I want to run with on Rise and Grind right here. The only room I'll ever be in where I can say my team is the only team to go into the playoffs in the NFL. So, Glenn, who's teams? Who's, Sarah, who's your team? The Ravens? 
yeah, I used to watch the Washington football team, but it's actually Andrew Brandt and I've had some really interesting discussions about how that owner destroyed that franchise, which yes. when we want to talk about life lessons of football is another fascinating study. Yeah. Lolita? I'm Pat's Nation, hands down, all around. Me and Shauna walking side by side up in here. So guess what? We're, on, we're in there like swimwear, always. In there like swimwear. <laughs> and Marvin, do you guys, do you guys, uh, you watch any NFL see, or is it more? Yeah, uh, I, I, we, we get a big thing where um, like the uh, NFL kind of comes ho over to Wembley, like um, every from time to time. And then that's just like a really big, it's more of a celebration about everything American rather than, you know, a specific team. But gotcha. uh, yeah, I follow uh, soccer rather more than American football, but I'm aware of like Giants and Raiders and, and a lot of the teams. I love it. I love it. I love it. You guys heard it here first, folks. Over in London, they're just celebrating America. That's just what they that's what they do over there. That's what Marvin, Marvin just said, right? They just <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have some fun here today. Uh, Rachel D'Alto is going to be joining us. Sarah Delane is going to be joining us. And, of course, I'm excited to hand it over to my man, uh, Ramon Ray, right now. He's got some good news for you this morning. Ramon? Glenn Lundy and team again everybody welcome to rise and grind the good news segment we've heard some great news already show up for the stuff that ain't fun when to take a knee and when to stand and if you didn't know already Glenn has a favorite team just if you didn't know it our three good news nuggets today we're going to talk about new year's resolutions nutritionists want you to have and yes it's 10 days into January so it's okay for us to still talk about new year's resolutions Challenging Your Assumptions, a brand new podcast out from Adam Grant, relatively brand new, and a girl and her corgis, what Queen Elizabeth thought about them. That's Marvin, just for you. Our goal with good news is to do at least one of three things, make you smarter, make you laugh, or just aw, warm your heart. And if we do all three, that's a bonus. I'm Ramon Ray, a speaker, business owner, and author. Get to know me better at RamonRay.com or on IG at RamonRaySmartHustle. So, Ding, 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 ding. When you hear that sound, good news is about to start. Here you go. Seven resolutions nutritionists want you to have. I'm probably not going to dive into all seven, but I thought something was very interesting. What about starting a garden? If you start a garden, you kind of get your hands in the dirt. You watch something grow. It can be pretty fun to grow a garden. I personally don't like gardens. My wife does, but all of you garden people, why don't you put in the comments right now, I love gardening, if you love gardening. Maybe that's something Alexander will pick up. You may wanna consider seafood. Be mindful of the meals you're eating. Try alcohol-free drinks. And here's one tip they say at our friends at HuffPost, begin with your mind, not your mouth. So those are some nutrition resolutions those of you who do resolutions may want to look at. A new podcast relatively by Adam Grant. Some of you follow Adam Grant, the organizational psychologist. Maybe one day, Glenn, we can have him here on Rise and Grind as well. He has a podcast out about taken for granted, and he flips the script on ideas we've all heard about. He has some pretty cool people he talks about, and the bottom line is, what is your assumption about attention? What is your assumption about daydreaming? What is your assumption about dealing with feedback and other things? He's kind of pushing back against all these things that formerly we thought we knew or thought we should think about Adam Grant pushing back and saying, maybe you're wrong. 
Here's the third good news segment of the day. This I thought was pretty cool. And if you want the photos and see these things and links, just DM me on Instagram, the word good news, and I'll send you these links. These are all true stuff and you can look at them yourself. We're headlining this, Glenn, the cutest queen. One-year-old Jalen, she dressed up as Queen Elizabeth some time ago. But shortly thereafter, Glenn, just several days ago, she so she sent a, a her picture to Queen Elizabeth. And I think uh, Marvin, Queen Elizabeth is like something related to the UK, I believe, Martin, Marvin. So she sent a picture <laughs> into, the, into Queen Elizabeth. And guess what? A few days later, she received a very important letter from Windsor Castle, the Honorable Mary Morrison, Queen Elizabeth's lady-in-waiting. Marvin, I have no clue what that means, lady-in-waiting. But she said, because, you know, in Britain, they don't say great. She said the queen was pleased. And so she made this little girl's day. You can see the picture of the little girl and the links, you know, that I'll share with you. But she dressed up as Queen Elizabeth and her two corgis, cute little girl, and the Queen Elizabeth was very pleased. Again, I'm going to hand it back to you in a minute, Glenn. This is Good News Segment on Rise and Grind with Glenn Lundy. I'm Ramo. DM me on Instagram. Good news if you want these links. And Glenn Lundy, back to you. What do you think, Glenn, about today's good news? Ramon, it reminds me there's there are actually several young girls we've seen on social media go viral. And I love when it's because their parents are dressing up as historical figures, as important people in history. Um, there's a little girl whose um, mom like specifically dresses her up as really important women of color throughout history who's gone viral several times. And I just think that's such a cool way because like, I mean, like my daughters love to dress up and I'm like, maybe instead of just dressing them up as Tiana and Snow White, like I could like, you know, dress them up as historical figures. I think it's super cool. Absolutely. I'm going to try that myself. Maybe I'm almost 50 years old. <laughs> Who knows? Who are you dressing up as, Ramon? Inquiring minds would like to know. Who are you dressing up as first? I think today I'm dressing up as Steve Jobs, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe, yeah, I, I don't know, Sarah. There's so many people I want to dress, but it has to be somebody who shaves their head every Friday, somebody who wears glasses and wears very simple clothes. That's the standard. So you tell me. <laughs> oh, no, no, Ramon. There's wigs and et cetera, brother. We can hook you up. <laughs> don't limit yourself. You can borrow one of Scott's wigs. He will for send sure. you one in the For mail. sure. I'll hook you right on up. I love no, that. Alexander. We could put Alexander. Photoshop it right there. You know what? And I can go like this, like him. You know, I can toss that puppy hair back <laughs> like Alexander has. And Alita, indeed, I'm, that, that pendant and your sweater and the whole thing, that is popping. That is popping, girl. Abs absolutely. Maybe I'm going to have to find out who your fashion uh, person is. Hey. Listen, the thing, the thing right before Glenn just pops right back in, the thing I loved what you were talking about is be mindful of what you're putting in your body and allowing in your mind. And this right here is food for the soul. Welcome and good morning, everybody. This right here was perfect, Ramon. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Ramon Ray always bringing it to us, bringing us the good news. You know, Ramon, it's funny that you mentioned the like outfit thing. So I... I have this whole closet full of shoes and outfits and, and, and just recently, I think it was in uh, like October, I told my wife, I'm like, we gotta simplify this. This is too much. I'm having to make all this decision fatigue has happened to me. I said, you know what? I need some plain shirts and some little pullover type sweaters and that's it. I've got my, my jeans, I got the same pair of jeans now. I have like seven pairs of jeans. Now, of course I have my suits, right? Cause you know, gotta have the suits for when you go yeah when you go speak on the stage and when i gotta have the suits right um but i had to simplify my wardrobe as well so i love i love that you mentioned that i think that that's important for some of us to uh 
to 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 maybe realize is like all of that stuff can 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 uh, slow you down a little bit. It can slow you down. Ramon, thanks for being us with us here on hashtag Rise and Grind, ladies and gentlemen. That was Ramon Ray. He's always in here with the good news, and I love what he always has to bring to the table. Now. Speaking of amazing humans, we've got uh, Sierra Delane is going to be joining us this morning. We're going to be listening to her incredible lyricals as we uh, as we spend some time with her here this morning. And so Sierra's very first song is up next, and I hope you enjoy it. I know I'm going to. breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine it's the perfect morning glenn has written a free ebook called the morning five five simple steps to an extraordinary morning if you can transform your morning you can transform your life head on over to the morning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day
I love it. I love it. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mrs. Sierra Delane. Well, hello, Sierra. How are you today? Oh, did we lose her? Sierra, hello, hello. Oh, I can see you, but I can't hear you. Are you muted? Do you need to hit the mute button? Who said that? So weird. Okay, I can't. Okay, hold on. Maybe. Oh, I know. I know. There we go. Try it again, Sierra. Hello. There she is. Awesome. <laughs> Yay. I'm so glad. <laughs> hey, that was beautiful, Sierra. How long have you been making music like this? I want to say my whole life, but I'm 20. I'm 26. So, I mean, it's still a little fresh, but, um, I've been making music avidly for, I want to say, since high school. So since like 15. Since you were like yeah. 15. So are you, do you write yeah. all your own stuff? Do you, uh, do you. Yeah, do you... I wrote, I, everything I did, I wrote. Mix and master. Mix and so mastered it all, sing. wrote it all, did the, did the whole jam. Yes. Dang, girl. The whole shebang. The whole shebang. <laughs> Well, that's what's up. I, I, I popped over to these folks over here. They were all moving and grooving to those soulful, soulful sounds of yours. Yeah, I have a question for you. Yes. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Your vibe is just supernatural. Um, I heard some of your words and they said, mm -hmm. I look into the mirror and I know I am better than that. I want to mm. ask you, what, where were you? Like, what were you thinking when you came up with this song? It was definitely coming out of a, a space of, you know, feeling depression is something that people know. Everybody knows about it. And I, I don't like to uh, shy away from it when I'm feeling it. Uh, but I also wanted to make sure when I was writing the song to let others know that you don't have to shy away from it. You're better than that. And you can come out of this space. It's, a, it's, it's not somewhere you have to stay. Perfect. Perfect. You yeah. did an excellent job on not only sharing it, but the music, the instruments behind it really remind somebody that you are worthy and you are absolutely enough. So thank you so much for putting that into the world. Priceless. Thank you. Yeah, ab absolutely. Sierra, thank you so much uh, for being here with us this morning. And it's ex we're all excited to get to know you and we're looking forward to we've got another song coming from you here in just a little bit, uh, just a little bit later and excited to introduce even more people to you and your music because you truly are a star. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so very, 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 very welcome. And with that. Man, I got to find out, what do y'all think? What do you guys think about Sierra? What do you think about some of these conversations we have today? You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to hand it over to my man, Alexander Gonzalez, so he can share with us what everybody's talking about. Alexander, what are they talking about out there when it comes to hashtag rise and grind this morning? What is up? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to everybody. Um, I remembered to mute, unmute rather, so hopefully you guys can hear me and Whoo, girl, that vibe just then. Okay, with that music, Christina Howard is like, this song is fire. We were getting fire emojis sent our way. That vibe, that that beat was hitting, the lyrics were hitting. 
It was unbelievable. But the main topic of conversation this morning, as I'm looking through, because uh, I take screenshots of all these things, is Raider Nation. Lots of people are loving the football analogies. Lots of people are happy for hey, you, Glenn. Not yeah. necessarily happy <laughs> that the Raiders are in the playoff, which says amazing. But listen, Y'all, we got to show up and show out. We're going to need a little uh, clothing budget because these people keep talking about our clothes. So, uh, again, uh, Obia Winnie says, guys, looking amazing. Lacey Mar um, Manriquez says, yes, we are, baby. She's taking ownership with it, right, with us, which I love. Tony Thorson said, can you believe that the Packers also made it to the playoffs? So there we go. A little Packer action, a little Packer nation coming through. Megan DiMartino says, good morning, Sarah and Lolita, my fashion sisters. So you guys are being like, like you guys are literally taking the world by storm with your fashion, which we're loving it. Um, and then also, as we're talking over on LinkedIn, Ramon Ray said, quit or quat, cry. We've all had those moments uh, when talking about the Raiders. We had the opportunity to take a knee and take the the um, the tie, but they weren't willing to quit, and they went for it, and that was a great comp topic of conversation. Christina Howard's favorite quote is, they didn't give up, neither will we. And that was when Lolita really got passionate about football and started sharing with us that just like Raiders, the Raiders did it this weekend, last night, we are doing it day in and day out and i love this because even our panelists here are taking the time to write lolita said ramon hit the nail excuse me ramon hit the nail on the head if dressing up who you are wants to be reminded and in our minds because people love those ding 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 three positive things that we're hearing every single day but i'll tell you what uh, just like Raider Nation is waking up today excited and ready uh, for what's coming up, Breakfast with Champions Nation is up and at him, Coach. And so we are slaying the day, making sure that we push through for everything that God has placed in our heart and knowing that we can't give the knee. Instead, we got to keep going so we can make it to the playoffs and beyond. So I'm super excited. Woo-woo! <laughs> that is your boy, Mr. Alexander Gonzalez with the social pop-in. Alexander, I am excited as well. And brother, I love you so much. Thank you for being here with us uh, this morning. It's excited to see you a little bit more uh, later in the show. And with that, uh, I'm going to be bringing you relationship expert, Mrs. Rachel D'Alto, here in just a second. This is an incredible superhuman. I've had the honor of meeting myself, and now I'm excited to introduce Introducer to you. So we'll be right back in just a second with the one and only Mrs. Rachel D. Alto. This is Breakfast with Champions, me and her breakfast club. And dude, I gotta tell you, I am blown away. That's right. Hashtag Rise and Grind is back. The number one morning show in the world. Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. We're bringing it back, baby. Powerful guests. The only way to start your day. Rise, evolve, impact together. Hashtag rise and grind. That is powerful. Powerful, valuable stuff.
And today in the Rise and Grind Spotlight, we have the one and only Mrs. Rachel D'Alto. Rachel, how are you this morning? Good morning. I am good. Great to be here. Yeah. Great to see faces. I'm seeing audio. <laughs> it's a little bit different, right? It's a little bit different, and we yeah. love it. Rachel, you and I got to meet in uh, New York, right? We got to meet in New York at an incredible we event did. that we had up there. And when we first met, you had a million things on the horizon, right? So I'm excited to now yeah. spend some time with you. It's been, uh, I guess, um, how long has it been? We were together, what month was that? We were in New York. Uh, I think it was July. July, August, somewhere right in there, right? So fast forward, now here we are about seven months later. I know that you had a new book that came out. I know that I've been seeing you in different places in the spotlight. What's going on in Rachel's world, man? That's what I want to know. <laughs> a lot. I, I haven't slept in a while. Uh, it's just been <laughs> incredible. Yeah, my book came out with uh, Simon Schuster in September, and it's just been, the reception has been amazing. The support's been amazing and has led to so many opportunities and speaking and uh, TV segments. And so it was an insane fourth quarter. And now I feel like I had that minute of a break and, and everything is starting to ramp up. And so it's been exciting, a lot of fun. Yeah, that's how it goes, right? Like we, 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 we take a deep breath and the next thing you know, it's like full, full, full throttle all over again. So talk to us about this book that everyone is raving about that is selling off the shelves. Talk to us a little bit about uh, what what is so powerful in this book that is captivating audiences. And I'd love to hear why you wrote it. Uh, that would be awesome to learn as well. Yeah, so I, I wrote the book. It's it's called Relatable and it's it's quite literally the subtitle is how to connect with anyone anywhere even if it scares you and really starting with the why of why I wrote it was because we have this enormous challenge with social anxiety right now. Uh, it was a problem pre-pandemic. We've had this rise in anxiety and depression, all of these challenges that really do surround us uh, regarding our, our socialization, our relationships. And so I kept seeing this being problematic and I kept seeing these really underlying currents, whether you're talking to someone who is dealing with professional relationships, personal relationships, romantic relationships, there's so many underlying things that are very much the same for everyone. And so for me, I really wanted to identify how do you help the most amount of people and impact the greatest uh, amount of people with with the best, you know, kind of dialed in content. And that's where Relatable came from is uh, really just understanding that it's, it's one thing to be likable. It's one thing to learn confidence, but really relatability is is how we do connect to one another and how we build those relationships. So that was the the impetus of it, and it's just been amazing to bring it out into the universe. And what is how's that how's that feel for you? So obviously we're in a season, uh, an interesting season, right? That's the uh, that's really the only way you can describe the last two years, right? And you're like it's been an interesting season. I think everybody can agree that we can use the word interesting, and 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 that would be a great way to describe it. So in this interesting season, you're helping people reconnect, right? You're helping people reconnect, be relatable, build those strong relationships. And I know from, uh, uh, you know, doing a morning show and building community and stuff online like we have, I know that I, we, you know, we get messages all the time, right? Like, 
hey, you made an impact. Hey, you know, thanks, thanks for this, so on and so forth. How's that feel for you that this book is getting in people's hands and bringing people together on the backside of what is in a very interesting season, to say the least? I, well, I, you just nailed it because this is why we do what we do. It's it's why we show up. It's why we, we spread the messages that we're spreading. And for me to get those messages, to hear from people that are being impacted, that's everything. Uh, you know, I, I, I feel like there are certain reasons why people often write books. They they want some sort of notoriety. Uh, they want to level up, which honestly I did with my <laughs> first book that shall not be spoken about. <laughs> Although as soon as I say that, people are like, what did you write about? Um, but I wrote a very fluff piece that was really intended to get me on TV. And I've been doing TV for 10 years. So obviously it worked, but I don't want anybody to buy it. This one was just that impact piece of it's forever. I, you know, I want this to be an evergreen product and I want this to be an evergreen message and to, to have it out there, to have people resonate and then to hear from them is just, it, it's, everything so i i could not have a fuller cup right now from from everything that that i've been receiving back from something that you created it's and and you know it this is this is why we do what we do that's so awesome rachel congratulations i'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that you're getting to uh, experience all that because it is really cool right it's a lot of blood sweat tears hard work putting those things uh, uh, together and then to be able to get that win, to get that result and to know you're making an impact is a big, big, big deal. What was the hardest part as you were putting this book together? What was the hardest part for you? Was there ever any moments where you were like, ah, I don't know, or, or <laughs> anything like that? Like what was maybe one of your struggle points and how did you, how did you push through uh, to now get the results that you're getting on the backside? It's an interesting thing because honestly, everyone's like, it's got to be so hard to write a book. And I thought writing was the best part of it. <laughs> I said, I could sit and write books all day long because it, it, you, I had a system. I had kind of a flow to it. It was in the middle of quarantine. So there was plenty of time. I wasn't getting on planes. Uh, so that part wasn't it. It was really the, the marketing aspect. I have never been a salesperson. I have never been one to ask for anything. If anything, I, I just, I try to take on as much as possible. I try to help people. I try to say yes you know to to helping others but asking others for help asking others to promote has been the biggest challenge and the the thing that i had to remember is that what happens if people don't get this message? What happens if they do? Right. And really just focus on what is the impact that I'm trying to make and not look at it as, you know, I'm trying to sell something or I'm asking for favors or whatever, you know, the, the, the thought process that typically would be for me that is the biggest challenge. I got through that part and then was able to see the other side of it of, oh, wait, people actually do want to help. They do right. want to spread the message. Right. They do believe in it. So it was it was definitely a mindset shift that I had to have. No doubt. And you're giving people an opportunity to help, right? Which we all feel so good when we help somebody, but yet we're afraid to ask people to to, 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 to uh, you know, let them help us so that they can get that experience. Well, Rachel, I so adore you. I think you're an incredible human, super, super, super brilliant in bringing people together in a really powerful way. And I know your whole backstory, which if you guys don't know Rachel D'Alto, you better go look her up because she's got a heck of a story. This woman, she's sitting here this morning. She looks all nice. And she's a shark underneath. And this woman is 
fierce. She is a warrior in so many in so many ways. And so I'm going to take this warrior right here. I'm going to grab her out of the corner right here. And Rachel, I'm just going about to throw you into the hot seat with the ah. rest of the panel here. So everybody, <laughs> are you ready for her? Here she comes. Rachel D'Alto, over your way. Rachel! Good morning. So I'm so excited to see you first thing. First of all, I have to tell everyone that Rachel actually is the worst at promoting her book I've ever seen, but it always works for her because everyone else says it on her behalf, how wonderful it is. So I think it's like a secret Jedi mind <laughs> system of relatability. Um, but I did have a question for you. Um, and Glenn had mentioned momentarily this idea of reconnecting. And I know that a huge thread in Relatable is, you know, being able to connect with people on that first approach, getting over that fear. But what happens when you had a connection with someone and maybe whatever it is, the pandemic, time, distance, busyness, you frayed the connection. How can you kind of reestablish that relatability? Because sometimes it's like you're not just starting fresh. Like you had it, now you don't. How do you get it back? Yeah, there's two things that come to mind when, when you talk about reconnection. One is is if there is a thread left, and that's really all you need. I think oftentimes we think, oh my gosh, if we haven't put in the reps, if we haven't been consistent in that relationship, that someone isn't going to be receptive to us. And the fact is, is that most relationships have an ebb and flow. And I don't think everybody, every friendship, every professional connection expects you to connect with them consistently all the time, nonstop. So as long as, as there is that thread left, it's so possible to reconnect. And then going back in and falling on your sword of, hey, you know what? I dropped the ball here. You know, I wish that I, I had stayed more in touch with you. I wish that I had continued to make that contact and, and be humble in front of the person that you're looking to reconnect with. I think that's the problem. Oftentimes our ego gets in the way, but humility is the foundation of so many relationships. So you come back to them humble. Like, I really miss you, or I would really love to rebuild this. And if you have that little piece of thread left, all of a sudden everything starts to fall into place. That's really good. Thank you. Got it. I'd love to Rachel. pop in. Hey, Rachel, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, you know, you and our musical guest, Sierra, talked about depression. You talked about sadness and anxiety. And I'm wondering if you could leave us and our audiences with how do you become relatable when you feel so unrelatable? Oh, my gosh, that's such an amazing question. And uh, it's similar to when people say, do I have to completely love myself to find love? I think if we had to complete the circle before we put ourselves into positions that are slightly uncomfortable, but we still deserve, nobody would have a relationship. So it's so important to recognize that we are all perfectly imperfect. And even just taking those little steps, oftentimes when you do start to build those relationships, when you do start to put yourself out there and you find opportunities to build real authentic connection, it can actually help in terms of your anxiety, in terms of your depression, because part of those just are such, there's such lonely challenges that we go through and typically we, we go through them in silos. And so if you can actually get beyond yourself to start to make those connections, it can be a benefit. But also, and this is something that I talk about so much in my book and I'm so passionate about is really getting to the root of whatever is causing that because it's one thing to throw a tylenol on a headache it's another thing to start to understand where is this coming from and as jay-z said you cannot heal what you don't reveal and so it's so important to really if you feel anxiety and depression if you feel those challenges it's it's 
enough to start to be aware of them, but then it's actually so essential in order to really, to dive into relationships, to feel more confident, is to really get into a place where I now understand where this is coming from, because oftentimes that self-awareness can make the biggest impact. I love that. I'd love to jump in at, at this point. I know we're short on time, but I, I already uh, loved you, Rachel, before you started quoting uh, Jay-Z lyrics. So now you've just <laughs> gone up another level in my mind. But look, I, I, I know you speak about um, uh, three out of five Americans uh, reported uh, feeling lonely, and that was before the pandemic. And I, I, I just think what you do is so, so amazing. And, and especially right now, as Glenn said, after the last sort of 18 months or, or two years we've been through, um, but I'd love for you to to sort of um, just touch on um, the because the, I, I feel personally, and maybe this might be a bit of my own experience, um, when a relationship suffers, there's normally something or a thing pulling you away uh, from investing in that relationship, whether that be your business or, you know, for some people, I know the clubhouse people are listening in, they might be spending too much time on clubhouse. But, you know, I'd love for you to sort of touch on that because I think that's something else that, um, you know, it, it, it's, it troubles a lot of us, you know, to find that balance or harmony between, you know, running our own business and and not damaging our relationship with our children or our, or our um, partner, you know? Yeah, and, and it really is that prioritization. It's so important to be aware of where you're spending your energy and recognizing and also being willing to recognize when people are coming to you with problems. And if it's your children, they might not be expressing themselves in the most direct communicative way. Uh, it, maybe with your spouse, maybe with your business partners, uh, people are going to express themselves in different ways. And you have to be open and aware to observe that and then to take that in. So then you can allow yourself to reprioritize. And this is something that I, I, I firmly believe in is that we make time for what matters. And we do have 24 hours in a day. And I guarantee you, and this is kind of beyond my typical purview, but I have sat with people and said, <laughs> I, I wanna know how you spend your time. If you say that you don't have time to build relationships, if you say you don't have time to build your business, show me your screen time. Show me everything that you do that isn't productive. And so when we take away those things that are actually building what we want and building our our kingdom beyond just our business like building our kingdom and that kingdom in, involves you know our our business our family our our children all of those friendships and relationships we have to look at all of the investment that we're making in those and get rid of if you are strapped for time you focus on what's matter and you focus on what's in front of you. And so it's really important for us to, to take a, a firm, you know, put that, that fork in the sand and this is what I'm doing here. And I am not going to allow other distractions to get in the way of what matters most. Rachel, this is Scott Simons. And I had the opportunity to meet you in, in New York. And I got an opportunity to, to hear your story and the adversity that you went through, especially back right out of during law school and right out of law school was simply amazing. How much has your adversity that you've dealt with made you into the person you are today, which I just, you know, have a ton of respect and, and admiration for, for you, but how much of that struggle made you to the person you are today? 
I think it's all part of it. I think everything that I have gone through, I have grown through. And it's such an important element of, you know, I, I think a lot of times we try to frame things and say, uh, you know, this isn't happening to you, it's happening for you. Uh, and it's hard when you're in those moments of, yeah, it does not feel beneficial. Uh, but I do believe in, in being able to reflect back and look at everything that you go through. You really do, you, you, you gain muscle, you know, you gain that that muscle of resilience and for me being able to go through what I went through uh, and and for people who don't know my story I had a child at a very young age still went to law school went to a law firm that that really was not designed for a single parent and really pushed through it in a way that I wasn't proud of because I had to hide my child uh, to to persevere in that situation but went through so many different experiences um, that I do believe has refined my ability to be resilient. And that's where I think that I, I see such a benefit to it. And I hope that people out there who are going through some challenges understand that resilience can be grown. I think it's a trait and a state, uh, but it's definitely something that if you are in it, there is a benefit here that we can work through. No doubt. Rachel <clears throat> hid her child to get through law school, just so you guys, just so you guys know. And she quotes Jay-Z on the daily in her <laughs> interviews. That's how gangster she is. And she's out there selling books to that are impacting the world, that are literally impacting the world, making the world a better place. Rachel Dialto, thank you so much for being here with us here on Hashtag Rides and Grind. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys need to all go connect with Rachel. You can go to racheldialto.com. You can connect with her that way. Look her up on socials. You can't help but find this woman. She's everywhere. Rachel, I'm so proud of you, girl. Keep up the great work. You're killing it. Thank you, guys. Great to see everyone. It's great to see you as well. Thank you for joining us here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. We have more. That's right. You heard it here first, folks. We still got some more going on here in Hashtag Rise and Grind. So stay tuned. As a matter of fact, we'll be right back with my man Ramon Ray for some more good news. This is Breakfast with Champions Me and Breakfast Club. And dude, I got to tell you, I am blown away. That's right. Hashtag Rise and Grind is back. The number one morning show in the world, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. We're bringing it back, baby. Powerful guests. The only way to start your day. Rise, evolve, impact together. Hashtag rise and grind. Welcome back to the good news segment on Rise and Grind with Glenn Lundy and team. I'm so glad to have you with me today. I'm Ramon Ray, and today in this segment, we're going to talk about three good news nuggets. One, five weaknesses and challenges for leaders, and we're all leaders in some way, shape, or form to overcome the best small business grants for women entrepreneurs. So ladies, check this out and repurposing pizza savers, little plastic things in there. I have a tip how you can use those better. Our goal is always to do one of three things in the good news segment, make you smarter, make you laugh, or just warm your heart. If we do all three, that's a bonus. I'm Ramon Ray, and you can learn more about me at RamonRay.com or on IG at RamonRaySmartHustle. So with that, ding, 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 let's get started with today's good news. 
We all as leaders, Scott Simons, Marvin, Lolita, Sarah, of course, Glenn Lindy, are all leaders in their own right in their own businesses and communities and families for that matter. And we all have some weaknesses and challenges that we can do better at. So five things to think about. We get this here. Forbes had an interesting article on this. You can check out that link and look at the full article. But five things for us as leaders to consider and think about. One, carelessness. Are we too careless? Sometimes I struggle with that. I can be a bit too sloppy, you know? Two, insecurity. Do sometimes I think some people call the um, imposter syndrome, things like that. I know Lolita knows that very well and works with people on those things. So insecurity, do we feel insecure? As John Acuff says in his book, um, what's the name of his book? Uh, Soundtracks, as I look at my bookshelf, Soundtracks. He talks about this. Sometimes we go through things like this in our childhood. Volatility. That's an interesting one. As leaders, are we too volatile? Is that something we need to concern ourselves with? Something we need to do better at? Oversensitivity. Are we just too oversensitive? My wife, in fact, says I can improve on that. And then leniency. So those are a few things we as leaders might want to do better at. And this is an amazing article. Just DM me on IG the phrase good news. And I'm happy to send you links to all these things. This is pretty cool. Some best grants for female founders. If you're out there today and you're female and you have a business, can you raise your hand? Okay, I'm looking, I see you, I see you, I see you. Okay, don't worry, as people are panicking. Oh my God, did Glenn Lundy hack our cameras? No, he didn't. Just having some fun here, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so here's some grants for female founders. Federal Express has a small business grant, which I think goes live in the next few weeks. The Eileen Fisher Women-Owned Business Grant is open. Amber Grants is, is open. The Gil Girl Boss Foundation Grant, and some of you may be rocking Tony Birch clothes. Tony Birch has its own foundation focused on female founders. So there's a lot of money out there focused on female founders and women business owners that you ladies may wanna go get a piece of. So that was best grants for female founders. Listen, I don't know which one of our hosts likes to eat pizza a lot, but whoever it is, this is a hack for you, okay? So food influencer, Chris Franzoni. You can look these names up. I'm not dreaming this stuff up. This is real stuff. Posted something on TikTok. <laughs> you know, the plastic little things that go in the center of your pizza to prevent it from being crushed. Oftentimes we take those, right? I know, Glenn, you got kids. You'll probably just throw them away. Stop, Glenn, don't throw them away any longer. Do not. Here's what you do with it, Glenn. You take the little pizza thing, you put that on the pizza, and you use that to pull the pizza out so you don't have to touch either slice. I don't know if that's a hack for your family, me. I may just use my fingers still, but I'm Ramon Ray, and this is the good news segment on Rise and Grind. DM me on IG to get these links, and Glenn and team, I'm going to turn it back to you all to see what y'all think. And by the way, I just want to say, when I say Glenn and team, I realize I don't see the screen all the time. I'm like, oh, it's all these beautiful people smiling at me. Back to y'all. <laughs> Ramon, I just want to thank you for um, a segment curated just for me because anything about fashion, women founders, and pizza is like, I mean, just throw a coffee story in there and Grey's Anatomy and it's my, my whole world. So uh, I actually went to the Tory Burch Embrace Ambition um, conference right before COVID. And there were a ton of fellows there and it is an incredible opportunity. I don't understand the pizza thing. I'm like a visual person. So I'm going to follow whatever link you give me to go watch the TikTok and understand what you're saying because I can't even grasp it. Yeah, the I'm little thinking. plastic thing that in the middle. Now, yeah. that little plastic thing in the middle. There. So what they're saying is you're supposed to use that to separate the pizza. Okay. How? Yeah, well, it's you like know, this big and the pizza is like this big. No, no. The, rea 
that little thing in the middle, that's where you're supposed to set like your sauce, your dipping, your, no, your whatever. No, no, Glenn, that's no, what that tray's for, man. I, no, I'm i going to have to agree to... What's yeah, that? Definitely. I'm with yeah. Glenn on that. I, think, I didn't even think of that. That sounds like a great idea. But Martin, yeah. this was on TikTok. If it's on TikTok, it's true. It was on TikTok. <laughs> if it's on TikTok, that means the kids after me have decided to do something different with the... Th with the uh, with the tool, it's it's the resurrection of the plastic piece in the middle of the pizza. Absolutely, you guys, I love hey, it. Ramon, I, love it. I, need, I love it. I need some help with that sensitivity training. I'm really sensitive, so maybe we can hug. Okay, you know, Scott, anytime. Trust anytime. fall. Can we do a trust fall. Let's do it, brother. I got you. I got you. A pillow I got fighting. You. Remember, he's on the pillow fighting new segment. You guys are wild, 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 wild. Well, thanks, Ramon. We appreciate welcome, you being brother. here, my man. Always bringing the good news. Hey, I want to hear from Sierra Delane again. I don't know about you guys, but her voice is so soulful. I just feel it. It resonates all the way through. So how about a little more Sierra Delane this morning? That sound all right with you? Sounds all right with you. Let's go. You got me feeling like part got me right there i could feel that that was like ooh. i was like okay okay sierra i see you <laughs> that was beautiful 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 what was the inspiration behind that song that was 
I actually initially wrote that song when I was like in high school, 16. Um, but I couldn't write and, uh, well, I couldn't play the guitar or anything at that time. So I just took the recording that I made. Um, it was from a crush I had when I was in high school. And then I took it now, like 10 years later and did all the stuff that 16 year old me couldn't do. Um, what was his name? What was his name, Sierra? What was his name? <laughs> Come on, first and last <laughs> name. What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't do it. Don't Jordan. do it. It's not, we're friends <laughs> now. We're friends now. It's okay. It's cool. Glenn Lonnie trying to get people in trouble before 8 30 right, in the morning. Like, oh, no, he's exactly. Exactly. <laughs> don't don't take the bait. Mm-mm. <laughs> But you know what? I love that you guys are friends now. Oh, I love yeah, that you done. all are friends mm -hmm. and that you can remind him that hey, you had a piece you had a piece to do with my story. Look at me now. Yeah, he definitely did. He knows that. But uh and but we're we're good friends now. We're good friends now. But I, I love the way Oh go so ahead. I, say, I love the way we we had two songs from you because that first one and I hate doing this, I hate sort of comparing, but I was hearing like sort of her and Jill Scott and that kind of vibe. And the second the I, second song, I was like, wow, do you know what I mean? It's incredible. And I know you tried to skip over that, by the way, because I've, I've, I've done a lot of work in studios in the past. And I love uh, when people are actually writers as well. And you glossed over that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I wrote it when I was 16. Like, literally, that's kind of a big deal because the structure of your songs are, it, and, and the way that you articulate yourself it's, it's just amazing in, a, in addition to the music side of it you know i really really enjoyed that thank you so and you taught us more about marvin this is like a very impressive <laughs> right i was like what yeah no That's i agree cool. it was absolutely beautiful absolutely thank beautiful. you guys so much thank you so much yeah, well, thank you, Sierra. We appreciate you being here with us on Rising Grind. And yes, we did learn a little bit more about Marvin right there, didn't we? Okay. He, he's going to come out of his shell. And we're going to learn so much about our boy Marvin across the pond. Sierra, thank you so much for being here. How can we connect with you? How can we support you? What can we do for you, girl? How does, how does this audience get to know you better? Uh, so on the... I'm Sierra underscore Delane on every single platform. Try to keep it easy. Um, and then uh, just to, listening to my my Instagram is where I put most of my stuff up, where I'm going to be posting things. And I'm working on my EP now, so it should be done towards uh, the end of the summer. And just sharing is, is Karen. And uh, listening to the music and streaming is always helpful. So that's mostly yes. it absolutely well we will be doing all of that connect with miss sierra delane sierra thank you so much for being with us being here with us here on hashtag rise and grind let us know what you thought of sierra make sure you connect with her and uh, my boy alexander will probably go find you because not in a creepy way but he's out there hunting around looking for all of y'all so that he knows what's going on in your world and actually i asked him to do it so it's definitely not creepy and he does an amazing job at it and brings the energy. Alexander, what are they saying out there over in internet world, my man? Definitely not creepy, <laughs> but I am definitely looking at all the different platforms. And I'll tell you, today LinkedIn is on fire. Okay. The audience is, 
Yes, LinkedIn, we have 99 comments. I think I made it 100 Woo! asking, but we're seeing more people commenting on LinkedIn. So every single quote that I have coming to you now is from LinkedIn and they That's are doozy, so I'm it. stoked. So That's Jacqueline good. Underwood states that my favorite quote of today was, those that are willing to lean in 100% with all that is thrown their way will win on this planet. I loved that. Again, I'm Alexander Gonzalez, not the fat dad across all socials. So make sure that you're tagging me so I find these. Uh, Naida, who we love here, says the sacrifices working mothers make, dot, dot, dot. Four words, but so powerful, right? Thinking of all those sacrifices that they make. You're going to love this one, Glenn, because Janice Jensen says, good morning, Glenn and everyone. I have elite rise and grind and you going at the same time. Something that you started still going, still perpetuating. And now they got you on one screen and them on the other. Love it. Jeannie Snyder Chamberlain says, my hubs is very happy for you, Glenn, <laughs> and the Raiders this AM since he's a Steelers fan. Another miracle. He was laughing at my text, at my texting you at 12.15 a.m. So it looks like Jeannie sent you a little congratulatory text. Dora Maria says that it's when you are in the thick of it that you must rise. Jean M. Stafford says, at Rachel D'Alto is an absolute rock star. Naida coming in hot with evergreen products for the win. And then we have... Oh, I love this one. Jeannie Snyder Chamberlain said, I think I almost see Scott dancing. So Sierra, you got Scott <laughs> over here gro moving and grooving. So with that vibe, okay. So everyone's feeling it. Carrie Lynn says, I'm dancing up in here. Jeannie M. Stafford again. It's not the stage who determines who wins the game. It's the players. That nice. was, I actually wrote that quote over on Facebook as well because that one hit me today hard and Carrie finishes off the day was saying I'm a do me boo <laughs> there's no one that can do what God has called me or you to do and that's what we're doing and I love that today we started on breakfast with champions with the conversation of friendship and that we got to have Rachel Diotto the relationship expert coming in here talking more about relationships and the power of that here and that's what we're doing we are building great relationships with incredible people like Sierra, like the beautiful people on this stage, and like all of you. So make sure that you're commenting across socials, be it LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. You can use hashtag Rise and Grind on Twitter. I will find you there. And I am not the fat dad across all socials. So if you can help me by tagging me, I will make sure that you get the shout out. Back to you, Glenn. You do you, boo. You've got to do you, boo. Alexander, you're doing you, boo. And we love you, man. That's awesome, man. LinkedIn's blowing up. That's cool, right? That's cool. And I like, Alexander, that you noticed the topic of the 5 to 7 a.m. room, the interview guests, and hashtag rise and grind. I was I like, Sarah did this on purpose. <laughs> to thread together for your experience. I don't know. It's almost like you can listen all morning and it would build and build and build. I don't know. Maybe it's just happening or maybe it's all, you know, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's planned. pre planned. Pre I love it. And I have to tell you. I'm loving the big fat turtleneck, like like suffocating you beautifully. I'm obsessed with it. You look like you look rich. It's a, it's you a know. You know that's actually color. a normal size turtleneck. Sarah's just like the smallest human on the yeah, planet. <laughs>
<laughs> now she really does look great. It's very stylish, but I'm just letting you know. Uh, the rest of us would have to find a bigger turtleneck. That is just a normal. That is actually a child's normal turtleneck right there. And she's just so tiny, man. <laughs> I think she's shopping at the Olsen Twins. I'm here for it. You look fierce AF and tiny, which is beautiful. Glenn, I've got All bodies are beautiful. Yes, exactly. So if we can do the rise and grind after dark and I can have a couple beers, I'll be dancing all around the screen. They'll be like, who is that guy? Head popping through. Yes. You know, I'll be swimming and everything else. But, you, but with your Champion Circle subscription, <laughs> it includes the, uh, the late night shows with Scott Simons. Can we add yeah. that and let Money, the Champion Circle yeah. tonight? We'll be on. We can totally add it. tonight. We got Champion Circle, so Scott. Come on through. We will we will add you into the exclusive Champion Circle experiences. What do you think about that, Glenn? Who we got tonight? Marvin? Marvin? Is Marvin Marvin training in Champion Circle tonight? Or is Marvin next week? Um, is it Dr. Janie? Marvin, Dr. Janie. Dr. Janie tonight. And then we've got Marvin next week over there in Champion Circle. But, dude, I'm Looking all about seeing... What's that? Looking forward to it. Looking forward to that, to that, Glenn. Super. I'll be, I'm, I'll be like waiting on the on the bench, just waiting for everyone else to go first. I'm like, yeah, you know, this is me. <laughs> I'm here. I'm for looking it. forward to it as well, man. It's gonna be what two o'clock in the morning your time. That you're gonna be. I think it's gonna be two a.m. your time. Yeah, it's, it's two a.m. Uh, in the UK UK time. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's dedication right there. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. That's dedication, Alexander. We love you so much. Thank you for being here with us. Thanks for helping keep us connected with all of our lovely family all over the world ladies and gentlemen that was alexander gonzalez he is a beast and that brings us towards the end of today's episode of rise and grind i mean golly feels like we just started the 90 minutes just flies by super super fast um i gotta say like i've been having a chance i'm getting a little bit more use to the production right a little bit in the moves and the transitions and uh and so i've been able to go back and see that curtis uh, wentworth has been with us all day and Jeannie snyder's been with us dora maria has been with us this morning which i appreciate and gloria bond kimberly williams angela D. D Angela DiMercurio has been with us this morning. And yeah, LinkedIn's been popping. I see all y'all all over there on LinkedIn. And of course, over on Facebook, we've been popping over there with the OG Rising Grind crew. Uh, I even see some people hanging out over on YouTube. Uh, Lewis, Lewis Smith Lake, Alabama. That's my girl over there from the lake. She has been hanging out over there. Fanzo is, was, was with us today. Fanzo's been hanging out with us. So it's been kind of cool, man. What do you guys think? What do you guys think about today? Absolutely awesome. I, I've loved the the um, the two guests. That the music the music almost matched the interview today. Do you know what I mean? We were talking about um, with Rachel, and, um, which is so 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 important. The work that she's doing, uh, looking at the last sort of uh, two years. Um, but yeah, the the music the the two tracks were were just absolutely spot on. I've I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed today. Um, I'm enjoying reading the com comments. I always check out the comments after the show as well. You know what I loved? I loved today's show so much. I love that the theme was all around, no matter what emotion you're feeling right now, come on and get in the game. I love that it was look in the mirror, get in the game, and remember who it is you are at your foundation. Even Rachel talked about looking in the mirror and healing first. Let's get to the root, y'all. It's too much. It's too much ahead of us in 2022. And we're here to start you off every single morning. I love it. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. But yeah, fantastic day. You know, this time just flies by. 
and Glenn, you know, we're getting more and more comfortable uh, with this show. You know, we've only been around, what, for a week now. You know, Candace on the on the backside, making sure we all stay on task. It's like, you know, herding children, you know, trying to keep us all focused and on the right path. But uh, what a great show. What a great way to start our Monday to what's going to be an excellent week. I mean, I look down. I cannot believe it's, it's January 10th. I mean, you kidding me? Already 10 days into this year. Let's get it going starting today. Let's not waste another minute to achieve our goals and dreams. But what a fun day. I'm excited to chat with everyone on Clubhouse now for the next 30 minutes. For those of y'all who are like, why did it go from two hours on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn to 90 minutes? Because we got an after show, y'all, over on Clubhouse. We want to hear from you um, and keep all this topics of conversation going. So everyone has a seat at the table over on Clubhouse. Get on over there for the next 30 minutes. I'm excited to hear what y'all thought. Let's go. That's right. We're going to hop on over to Clubhouse. Uh, Scott, Lolita, Marvin, Sarah, I'll meet you over there. We're going to hop on over to Clubhouse. We're going to wrap up today's episode of Hashtag Rising Grind. We would love to hear from you. We are evolving, right? This whole thing is evolving, and we're learning, and we're making some mistakes along the way, and we're scraping our knee, but we're hopefully getting 1% better every single day. And one of the ways that we can continue to get better is if you give us your feedback. So make sure you hit me up. Hit me up in the DMs. Let me know. Be like, yo, love the show. Yo. That part of the show, it sucks, man. You got to get rid of it. No, don't tell me that. That would be really, really, really unkind. And I don't need any of that negative energy in my world. All right? But do me a huge favor and let us know the areas of opportunity where we can continue to serve you. Because you're the one that matters. You're the reason we do this. You're the reason we're up early. We're doing the production. We're bringing in the guests. We're bringing in the music. We're bringing in the people. Because it's all about you. That's right. If nobody's told you this yet today, I want to be the first. I absolutely stinking love you. Okay? Okay? I do. I do. I absolutely stinking love you. And it's so important to me that we rise, evolve, and go make an impact together. All right? So let's do that. And I'll meet you over on Clubhouse if you want to talk about it a little bit more. Have an incredible day. See ya. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.